Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Are you kidding me? You are looking <laughs> Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, welcome in, bowl preview number five. This is Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And man, we got some good matchups in this one as well. I, I think that we did a good job by separating these out. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't the longest night of our lives trying to do it all in one <laughs> night. No, it wasn't bad. A lot. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't too bad. On today's show, we're doing the Liberty Bowl through the Rose Bowl. Uh, of course, this one will be released after Christmas. So, yeah, I think uh, I think we're going to be all right on this. Recording uh, December twenty first. So, if anything major happens or changes, we got no idea. We can't predict the future. Yeah, but we we are going to try and get uh, as as close to accurate as possible. Uh, we are recording, like we said, on Saturday morning, uh, December twenty first. So, uh, I have already gotten Buffalo and Kent State correct. Uh, Chris is one and one in his over unders. I am zero and two in the over unders. Uh, Chris is one and one in his against the spread picks. I am two and zero oh in the against the spread picks. So, for the most part, all together, we are both fifty percent right now. <laughs> so we're doing all right. Uh, the show brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six incredible sports books. You can find more information on them over at tunicatravel.com. They've got amazing concerts, amazing steakhouses, amazing golf courses, uh, all sorts of stuff coming through there. Do yourself a favor. Check it out, tunicatravel.com. The show is also brought to you by smackapparel.com. Go check them out. They've got great novelty uh, shirts and gear and whatnot for all your favorite pro and college teams, a lot of rivalry gear, that kind of stuff. You will be impressed with their selection. Uh, You're going to find something that you like. I would guarantee it. Uh, smackapparel.com, use promo code WIN, that's W-I-N, you will get 20% off your order, regardless of how big it is, and if it's over $40, they're going to ship it to you for free, so check that bad boy out. Uh, You can also find us over at winningcureseverything.com, all of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms, etc. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, 
make sure that you uh, leave us a nice review. Five-star review, that thing helps out more than you would know. And if you haven't already, go subscribe on YouTube. YouTube.com slash everything. Make sure you comment, like the videos, uh, subscribe to the channel, all that wonderful stuff, and share it out with your friends. Let's go ahead and fire in. Chris, you ready? Yes, sir. Let's roll. Game number one for this uh, this preview, the Liberty Bowl. Ken Neomatalola and the, uh, the Navy midshipmen facing Chris Kleiman, new head coach at Kansas State, came from North Dakota State. Both of these guys like to run the football a ton. And I'm going to give you one quick stat. So, well, let's, I, I guess let's go ahead and talk about this. The opening line was Navy minus one and a half. Jumped and sat at Navy minus two and a half. It is still sitting right there. The total is 52 in this. Since 2016, there have been 17 Big 12 underdogs in bowl games. They are 10 and 7 against the spread with eight straight up wins. I like Kansas State a ton in this game. A ton. Yeah, I do too. The only thing that concerns me a little bit in this game is I think Navy's going to have a massive fan base here. Oh, agreed. Agreed. I mean, they've, they've got uh, the, the naval base in Millington, less than an hour away from Memphis. Uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a Navy-heavy crowd. But I will also tell you this. Kansas State, they travel. And they have been fired up with this new head coach. I mean, he Very they true. have done a fantastic job this year. Very true. So I, I think this will be pretty evenly split, to be honest. Ooh, okay. That would shock me if it's evenly split. But At Kansas State was just here not too terribly long. I want to say four or five years ago, whatever it was, when they played Arkansas. And okay. they had half that stadium full. Like when they get excited about something, they uh they show up in droves. Okay. So as far as stats go, you know, obviously Navy rushing yards per attempt, they're number five in the country. Kansas State is only uh number sixty six at four point four four. Uh Navy, they stop people from running the football. Uh Kansas State is not great at it. Um but overall, just basic stats, I mean, these two teams are very evenly matched. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and, and let me tell you what I like, though. And this is something that I always do in bowl games. And, and and you know, it tends to fare well is I just bet against triple option teams. I just think when you've got a couple of weeks to prepare for it, you can slow it down. Yeah, especially with a coach that, that knows how to stop it, right? But I don't even know that you have to have a coach that knows how to stop it. I think all coaches kind of know how to stop it. You get a couple of weeks to actually practice it. You just don't get to practice it in the regular season when you have a week to prepare. Yeah. But when you get two weeks or more, I would like to see some hard numbers on that. I've never done the research on it. But I want to see how true triple option teams, the service academies, Georgia Tech the last couple of years, any team that that predominantly runs that as an offense, I'd like to see what their bowl record is. Yeah, I mean, you, you do have a valid point there. Uh, the reason I brought up that, that Kleiman knows how to stop it is that is exactly what they ran at North Dakota State. So he he knows the ins and outs of that offense. He's off that same tree. So yeah. I, I do – I like Kansas State here. I think they've got the better defense. The numbers wouldn't tell you that, but – they did play a, a more significant schedule, I think, than right. this, is, this is one of the situations where numbers are just lying. Yeah. No, that's I mean, that's 100% right. I mean, that's, uh, just, that's just the truth of it. Massey strength of schedule. Navy played the number 87, or sorry, number 59 strength of schedule. 
uh, Kansas State played the number 23. So they both average uh, about a quarter of a turnover a game, so they're both in the plus. Uh, yeah, I like Kansas State plus two and a half here, and I, I like this game to go over the 52, which is a little strange because they're both going to be running. But I, I think that these two teams will be able to score. They will be able to exploit weaknesses on the other team. I like the over 52, and uh, and give me the Wildcats. Yeah, I'm with you on that, and and I, I think I like both of those things as well. Over and uh, and and the uh, and the Wildcats, the Wildcats to win outright. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm we're in 100 percent agreement on it. All right, all right, sounds good. Next up, let's see. Later on that day, the Arizona Bowl. This is the Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl. It's at 3:30 p.m. on CBS Sports Network on Tuesday, December 31st. Tucson, Arizona, you got Craig Bowl and Wyoming against Sean Elliott and Georgia State. Two 7-5 teams that are excited to be in a bowl game, especially Georgia State at this point. Um, but Georgia State has got uh, a little bit of a problem. Um, their quarterback is still dealing with that torn ACL. Now, remember, he was still playing on it. But the offense took a significant dip when he came out because – he was a running quarterback, and when you can't run, uh, everybody knows what you're going to do, right? It, it's he, it's not that they become one-dimensional, but you take away that element of surprise, which is what got them you know, six wins early. So when you look at strength of schedule, they're both, you know, Wyoming's 87, Georgia State 93. Uh, the line is Wyoming minus seven, and the current line or the current total is 48 and a half here. I I think that Wyoming is the significantly better football team here. Uh, just significantly better as it stands right now, as the teams are currently constructed. So give me give me Wyoming minus seven. I'm going to go under the 48 and a half. Uh, Wyoming number five in the country in defensive rushing yards per attempt. Uh, Georgia State is not good at throwing the football at number 99 in the country. I think Wyoming is going to be able to run the ball better. I think they are going to be able to stop Georgia State. Uh, I like I like Wyoming a lot here, minus the seven and under forty eight and a half. Uh, we're in agreement again. Back to uh, back games right here. Yep. We we just see it the same way. I, I you know I don't think Georgia Tech's as good. I'm with you. Not only are they one dimensional, but I don't know that they're great at that one dimension. Yeah, so. yeah. Dan, if if Dan Ellington was healthy, that'd be one thing. So we're having a different conversation, a different game, but and I don't. But see, here's the thing, man. I don't know. I don't know that one player changes things. You got a couple of weeks. You got to shut one guy down. It's Wyoming's a good football team. I mean, remember they handled Missouri at the beginning of the season. Oh yeah, They're not a bad football team at all. No, no, not at all, not at all. Craig Bowl has done a magnificent job there. Yes, magnificent job. Yes. So, all right. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, let's move on to the next go round. The Valero Alamo Bowl at 6.30 p.m. on ESPN, December 31st, of course. San Antonio, Texas. Texas gets to stay in its home state. Utah's got to come traveling. Kyle Whittingham against Tom Herman is a pretty interesting coaching matchup, uh, if for no other reason than Herman's already feeling some heat, and Whittingham has been there for, what, 19 years, 20 years? I mean, forever. He's got to be up there as one of the top, you know, five longest tenured coaches in college football. Now, one thing 
that could be an interesting uh, side note on this is the motivation factor, right? Utah, they are 11-2. and two. Texas is 7-5. and five. Texas got bumped up into this game. Utah got dropped down to this game. Uh, Utah probably should have been in a New Year's Six game. And, and had they won the Pac-12 title game, they're probably in the playoff. And Man, but hang on now. Hold on. They're not Alabama or Georgia who, who missed out on a playoff opportunity, a big boy powerhouse. This is Utah. This is still an incredible season. Oh, it, yeah. It, before the season started, you said they get to play in this game, they get to play in Texas, and you give them the record they got. They'd take it. They'd all take it. Oh, no, I, I agree with you, but it, it's a little bit different when you're coming it's off like of a – Ohio State missing the playoffs and not caring about the Gator Bowl. Agreed. But – it is still a little different when it was right there in front of you. That's that's why I'm saying that the motivation factor might be there. It might be an issue. So I, I am a little curious about that. Um, you you look at all the stats. Like Texas, Massey strength of schedule, they are number six in the country. They played the sixth toughest strength of schedule in the country. Utah played the number 38. Um, Texas has just got a ton of – they've got 14 players listed as questionable in this game. Now, my guess is the majority of them will play. Sam Ellinger is still going to play. What Texas likes to do on offense, a, a lot like what USC was doing on offense. So, you know, we'll we'll see uh, whether or not Utah can stop it. But, uh, but yeah, we, <laughs> you hear the boy behind me. <laughs> yeah, you're all right. So, uh, Texas, 8-2 and two against the spread under Tom Herman as a 7-plus point underdog. Herman is 3-0 and oh in bowl games. All of them winning straight up as an underdog. So, I I will tell you this. I'm going to go Texas plus seven and a half here. Uh, I like the over 55. I think we're going to see points because I think Texas has some guys on the line that will be able to mash these dudes. I don't think that Utah is like not going to show up or anything like that. I just think that Texas will be able to keep this thing closer than seven and a half. Um uh, This is a guy that told me all year long, this Utah defense is unbelievable. They're top in the country. They could stop any offense. All this mess about how they belonged in the conversation. I still believe that they belonged in the conversation. And you think they're going to get beat by a five-loss Texas team that wasn't really impressive all year. Again, this is a motivation thing for me. It's a motivation thing for me. I, I think that's a big part of it, and I do think that Texas can match up against them. If you think Texas can match up against them, what the hell do you think would have happened if that had gotten the playoff? Oh, they well, Utah would have probably gotten smoked, but that's a that's a different that's a whole different thing. Well, there can't be a probably to it, Gary. If Texas can beat them, these three teams are going to kill them. Agreed, but again, motivation, little different thing here. I we're just. You're, you're, where, you're, where are you you're going putting on them this? in the same category as Georgia? Give me Utah. Give me the under. I'm going the exact opposite now. Uh, Utah's defense is going to slow them down. You stop Sam Ellinger. You stop. You stop Texas's offense. It's just that simple. He is a stud. He is a freak. But but he can be contained. Okay. Okay. I I'm like going that. with the better coach, and I'm going with the better defense. All right. I can understand it. Let's uh, let's move on. We're moving to January first now. It, uh, my goodness, he is throwing down, isn't he? Let's see. Next one up. January 1st, the Citrus Bowl, Alabama and Michigan, two top 15 all-time programs, 12 p.m. Central on ABC. It's from Orlando. 
Nine and three, Michigan. Ten and two, Alabama. Uh, Alabama's Terrell Lewis, linebacker, defensive back Trayvon Diggs, and now the nose tackle DJ Dale will not be playing the first two because they are sitting out to prep for uh, their pro careers. Uh, DJ Dale has been injured since basically the beginning of November, and he will not be back in time for this ball game. He's he's had complications with the knee injury. Uh, Alabama six and one against the spread and straight up against the Big Ten under Nick Saban. The last time that Alabama lost more than one regular season game, they also played in the Citrus Bowl, and they beat Michigan State 49-7 to as an eight-point favorite. Uh, right now, they are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. The total is 59. That's up from 54-and-a-half where it opened. Now, let's talk about the last, uh, last 10 times that Alabama has been in bowl games. They are 3-7 and seven against the spread. But on the other side of this, since 2015, the Big Ten teams are 2-10 against the spread and 3-9 and straight up against the SEC. It is the SEC speed and whatnot that everybody talks about. It, who knows, right? Um, I think, because you, you, can't, you can look at strength of schedule, you can look at you know, all these different things. Uh, Alabama's number two in the country in turnover margin. Michigan is uh, not <laughs> at all. I think that Alabama comes out and proves a point. All of their juniors and whatnot are playing in this game. They've all come out and said, you know, Jerry Judy and the uh, obviously Tua Tagovailoa not playing because he's out. But all of the guys that have the pro potential, uh, they are all playing in this game, and they all have been going at practice insanely hard. I'm uh, I'm siding on Alabama here minus the seven and a half. Uh, I do like the over fifty nine. Uh, because I do think Alabama is going to put up massive points here. Uh, I, I just don't think that this is a good matchup for Michigan. If they had gone in and maybe had a different circumstance where Alabama wasn't so determined to uh, to get that bad taste out of their mouth, like out of the Auburn game, I think Michigan might would have had a, a better shot here. But I'm I'm rolling Alabama, and I'm rolling pretty big. Yeah, I, th- I think Bama wins this thing. This is now. This is the one game where you get to talk about motivation. If if we come out in the first quarter, uh, uh, Stanford Steve and, and the Bear talk about this all the time on their show. Sometimes you think one thing's going to happen in these bowl games, and you can watch two drives and say, "Nope, it's going this way," or. Yep, you were right, and you could double down on it, and that's why live betting comes into play. You won't get as good of a number. Yeah. But if you can tell in the first couple of drives that Bama wants to be there, you hammer Bama hard. If you can tell in the first couple of drives that they don't, you hit Michigan, you hit them big. Yeah. Because you're going to – this is all about a want to. And if Bama wants to come out and roll out their A-listers and and, and bring the playbook, they can and they will, and there's a different separation – I like Michigan. I've been high on them all year, but you know they've it's, been it's handled just by teams that are physically bigger and stronger and faster than them. This is no different whatsoever. Uh, not to mention, on top of that, there is uh, the motivation for Saban. Uh, he and, and Gaddis, he was not a fan of of the way that Gaddis left because uh, Gaddis apparently didn't even tell Saban that he had taken the job with Harbaugh. Uh, until it had already happened, like he didn't talk to him about it, etc. Um, and Gaddis was one of these a guys. That, job. Why would you talk to your old boss about leaving him for the same job? Well, I think that there was a 
there was a set of it, circumstances it's not like around. I'm this. going to take a head coaching job, and so I would like some recommendations, some advice, some experience. You don't need any of that. I've been your OC. Now I'm going to go be this guy's OC. Well, the the issue is there was a chance that he was going to be the OC yeah, uh, at Alabama. To. He so, won it. Yeah, and that's that's what we're figuring out, right? It, it, he brought in all these new guys last year, and had to switch them back up again this season because he thought he was going to bring in these young guys and keep them around for a while. Um, but that didn't happen. So huh? <laughs> that did not happen. So Don't be uh, such an asshole to people and they'll stay working for you. <laughs> Are you uh, you rolling Alabama? Yes. All right, Alabama minus seven and a half, and you're taking the over? Yeah, I'm saying we're the same way on this one. Okay. Minus seven and a half, we're going over 59. All right. And we're going to stay on January 1st. Let's talk another Big Ten against SEC matchup here. Let's see. All right. The Outback Bowl. Minnesota against Auburn. P.J. Fleck against Gus Malzahn. Now that is a fun matchup, right? I don't think I'm crazy for that. Like These are two fun coaches. It's 12 p.m. It's the same time on ESPN. It's in Tampa, Florida. Auburn. 0-7 0-7 against the spread their last seven bowl games as a favorite of six or more. Uh, it's happened two times under Gus Malzahn. 2014 against Wisconsin. 2017 against UCF. Lost those games outright. Um, look, Auburn, number one Massey strength of schedule in the country. Minnesota, number 44. At, obviously, we saw the kind of gauntlet that Auburn had to go through to get to nine wins. Minnesota finished 10-2, and got stomped by Wisconsin. I don't think that was or I don't think that Auburn is quite as good offensively as Wisconsin is. Um I'm I was not sure which direction to go here. Uh obviously in Tampa SEC speed from everything that I've read all the reports those Auburn seniors and even the juniors that are going to go pro are really pumped up about this game. They want to go out, they want to get that 10th win. In that circumstance, I mean, I, I looked at Auburn last year against Purdue. I thought Purdue would want to be there more. And I still took Auburn because I thought that they had more speed. They had better players. They had all that. And I think that this is the case this go-round. So I'm I'm going to go Auburn minus 7.5. I'm going under 53. Yep. Because I, I think the defense, we're, yeah. We're going to go the same way here. Okay. Um, in, ooh, I almost go over, but... This is the difference between the SEC and the Big Ten. I mean, last year, Auburn had one of the worst years they've had in a long time. Purdue had one of the best seasons they've had in school history. They match up in the Music City Bowl, and it's one of the greatest butt whippings a team has ever put on another team. If they want to, if they have the desire to be there and they're not focused on doing something else, they can beat anybody anywhere. Yeah. I mean, they're just there's going to be a talent gap differential. PJ Fleck is building something at Minnesota, but but he's only been there a couple of years. He hasn't built it yet, and he doesn't have the interior offensive lineman, the interior defensive lineman that you need to sustain sixty minutes of the kind of game you're going to get from Auburn. If all those guys that are NFL guys play, that's the only thing I don't know about. But we're assuming by the things that they've talked about so far that they want to be there. They want to be there. They're going to be there. And if they're going to be there, then surely they're going to try hard because it's an opportunity to showcase their skills one more time to the league. Um, 
I, I just think it's important to do it. Yeah. No, I think uh, I think you're a hundred percent right. Hundred percent right. All right. So Auburn minus seven and a half in the under fifty three is the uh, the unity play here. Next up, we've got one more, and it is a biggin. The granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl at 4 p.m. on ESPN, Pasadena, California, Wednesday, January 1st. We got Mario Cristobal against Paul Christ. What a fantastic coaching matchup. Oregon, Wisconsin, uh, the contrast in colors is going to be enough anyway. It's, it's almost like Christmas, right? You got your green and your red. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all over this. Oregon 11 and 2 on the season, Wisconsin 10 and 3. Wisconsin lost the Big 10 championship. Was uh, Oregon won the Pac-12 championship. Um, these are two teams that like to mash on you. Their lines are fantastic, both offensively and defensively. Um, I so Pac-12 teams are 4-17 and 1 against the spread in the last 3 bowl seasons. They have not fared well. I don't think that this Oregon team is a lot like all of those Pac-12 teams. I I like, and so the line, let me go on and give the line. It's, uh, it's minus two and a half for Wisconsin. It opened at minus three. Uh, the total is up to 51. It opened at 49 and a half. I'm going under the 51 here. I think these defenses come to play, and I like Oregon plus two and a half. I think they're going to win the football game outright. Like, I think that this game is massive for them. They are building something, and Oregon has got way more speed than Wisconsin does. Okay. Uh, we're going to be as opposite as we could be here. I think we're going to go over the 51. Um, I, I think both of these teams will find opportunities to score. Their defenses might make a play to get short yardage, um, and it'd be a field position game. You only got to get 20-something yards for a touchdown. Yeah. They can both run the ball. Wisconsin is an explosive football team. And, and they've played teams far better, far better than Oregon and been able to put up points, okay? Okay. I, I, just, I just think this Wisconsin team is good. I liked them before the season started as one of the best teams in the country the entire year. I had them up there as one of the best. Look, they couldn't beat Ohio State. That's, that's it. They made, they made one complete buffoonery game against Illinois, and then they couldn't beat Ohio State. That, that's their mark. That's their knock. That's it. That's all we got. Other than that, they're one of the best teams in the country. I don't okay. think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's a hell of a resume. I think they're a hell of a football team. And you want to talk about athletes. The, dude, that offensive line is more athletic than anything Oregon's got on defense. I promise you. Those oh, guys I don't know about in, that. Man, Thibodeau the is, the, is ridiculous, man. Those guys are the best in the country at what they do. And they will, they will impose their will. Okay. So. Okay. I mean, it's, they took Chase Young completely out of a game. Chase Young had one meaningful play, and he's the best defensive player in the world right now. And he had one meaningful play. Well, I mean, in in, in the Rose Bowl. It, well, that was in the the Big Ten championship. Or in, the, in the Big Ten championship. Whatever. But but also, you got to stop with the propaganda of, of this bullshit, Gary. You just have to. You cannot keep calling it the granddaddy of them all just because ESPN calls it the granddaddy of them all. Okay, you just have to. It's uh, no. It, the reason it's the granddaddy it's of them the all. Granddaddy of them all. No, it it was built up. So I, I've been watching through a bunch of history and all this kind of mess. The Rose Bowl was like the biggest I, bowl game, I, dating okay, all the way back exactly to the eighteen hundreds. Right. Really, it was. It was. Yeah. So it's it's going to maintain that and name. It doesn't necessarily the Jamestown, mean Jamestown, Virginia was the greatest city in the country because that's when the country was founded. I'm with you. 
I'm with you. You so, got to stop. You just have to. Well, uh, look, I'm going to call it whatever, but we both understand, no, it is not. It doesn't mean the same thing that it but used to mean. But you calling it that adds, adds fuel to it. I don't you think anybody out there the is going to be doing something stupid. They're not going to give a crap what I call this bowl game. I can't. You're just one more person pushing the, the making the Pac-12 feel all chesty and big because we get to play in the biggest rose in the biggest bowl game of all of them. Yeah, okay. It is not close. It's not close. I, I think they all understand. Like those kids know. Like there's the playoff, and then there's everything else, right? But even like if it wasn't the playoff back in the day when there was just the four BCS games, it wasn't close, Gary. Now you mean you got a valid? Point. The Orange Bowl and the S- and the Sugar Bowl were far superior, far superior than the than the Rose Bowl. And the Orange Bowl was played in one of the shittiest stadiums in the country. Yeah, yeah, doesn't matter. Still, no, you're better right. Game. You're right. All right. That is going to wrap up uh, bowl preview number five. So we uh, we went through the Liberty Bowl all the way through the Rose Bowl. Uh, we will be back with bowl preview number six. Of course, check out smackapparel.com. Uh, use promo code WIN there, W-I-N. You'll get 20% off your order no matter how big it is. Uh, you will also get free shipping if your order is over $40. So smackapparel.com. Go check out tunicatravel.com. Tunica, Mississippi is the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six incredible sports books. Go go give them a visit, tunicatravel.com. And you can find us and all of our bowl picks, everything else, all of our videos, all of our podcasts, social media platforms, Facebook and Twitter, et cetera, over at winningcureseverything.com. I believe that is it, and we will be back with bowl preview number six next time. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.